Hello, Island Church. This is Rob Tussey coming to you with a word of encouragement. Today we're going to be starting a new series called Divine Direction. And we're going to be looking at, uh, first of all, the word direction and some of the variations in how this word can be used in uh, not only the English language, but also back in New Testament times. Um, we're going to be looking, um, taking our lesson text from 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 7 through 13, if you'd like to go ahead and turn there in your Bibles. Um, but we're going to be looking at, um, at how this word can be used differently and translated differently in the Bible. Um, and we'll be going to some of those different uh, definitions, uh, looking at that uh, throughout this series. But first, um, I want us to, uh, to start looking at that. But, you know, the world is, is very exciting right now. Um, you know, we are so blessed that God has chosen us to be able to uh, live in these last days, uh, to be able to, uh, to see uh, the end of the age, as, as the Bible would refer to it. Um, in a rapid pace, uh, every day it seems that prophecy is becoming history. You know, and, and a lot of times I've thought about how many of um, the people that we read about in the Bible who were dealing and working through prophecy and they were looking at things that God had promised or things that God had told them, things that would be in the future and how they would live their lives uh, between the time that they received the promise and the time that that promise come to a full fulfillment. And we are in such an exciting time to be able to see these things going. Uh, we, it is most definitely time for us to be in the field uh, uh, looking for that harvest. It is time for us to be stirred in our spirit. Uh, we are going through many things here in the church right now. Uh, there is a stirring of the spirit like I have never been a part of in my life. You know, I, I gave my life to the Lord uh, back November 21st, 1981 as a, a very young man, um, grew up in some very dynamic churches, but I have never had the opportunity to be part of the prayer meetings and, and just the stirring and the outpouring uh, to God and, and being able to uh, just, just get our spirit uh, connected with the Holy Spirit and, and to be able to make these petitions to God and be able to get uh, the church ready for the harvest that is to come and to get the church ready to hold back the darkness that is coming against this world right now. Uh, but it seems like we just need um, a sense of direction. Uh, we need to know uh, what direction to go. Many people right now uh, are lost. Uh, they're, they're lost in sin. Uh, they're lost uh, in information. Uh, many people are lost in their own mind. You know, uh, a lot of the things that we're hearing right now is um, uh, even mental illness seems to be creeping in on a lot of people because of, of all the uh, stress that is on people at this, at this hour. Um, but we know that we as Christians, uh, that we are more than conquerors. God has been equipping us for this very moment for hundreds and hundreds of years. Uh, these are things that have been set in, in motion uh, far, far before we even walked the face of this earth. And now we get to be able to see these things come to fruition. Uh, we are uh, actually living in Bible times and being able to see the things that God had promised, the things that God had said, and the prophecies uh, that have been placed into the Word of God uh, coming uh, and being fulfilled on a daily basis. 
Uh, but as we look at divine direction, uh, looking once again at that definition, uh, the word direction can mean, one, uh, guidance or supervision of action or conduct or management. Uh, so I'm working under direction uh, of the doctor or I'm working under direction uh, of the government. You know, if uh, it, it seems like Interstate uh, 45, we always have road work uh, going on on that. So if we were to stop and ask some of the construction workers, uh, by what authority do you have this road shut down? Well, they would, they would tell us that we are operating or we are doing our work under the direction of the state of Texas or under the direction uh, of the Department of Transportation. Uh, so, so this is, uh, you know, the way that that word uh, might do. Um, you know, it's going to denote, denote submission to authority or, uh, or authorized personnel only. Uh, so this is, is the way that the word direction would be used in this sense. Uh, you know, for me, uh, I usually work every day in a hospital. And in the hospital, there will be signs on the doors, especially if, you, uh, if you're walking close to where surgery is done or, or different uh, medical procedures are done. Uh, you'll see a sign on the door that will say, authorized people only. Uh, so this is something that is given by direction of management. Um, another way that it's used, an explicit instruction or order. Um, or, or the way that I like to say, carefully read the directions. You know, another thing that I am uh, as a dad and, and as my children are growing up, uh, they would get these toys. And, and on some of these toys, the, the thing you never want to find out on Christmas Eve night, if the kids are going to open these presents up on Christmas morning, you don't want to look down at the small print at the bottom of the box and see it say, some assembly required. I mean, that, that you know you are, are, you are going to be up all night, an all-nighter is definitely coming on that. And, and the thing that I never figured out, especially when I was a, a young father, I, I could never figure out why they would pack so many extra parts in those box, boxes. And I would get a, I'd get a bicycle, put all together, get it assembled, and, and there'd be hands full of screws and parts and things like that. And then I, for some reason, I couldn't figure out why when the kids got on it the next morning, the thing completely fell apart. And then I figured it out. I should read the directions. So that's another, another way that we can look at that. Um, assistance in pointing out the proper route. Uh, usually it's used in plural here. Um, he asked for directions to the church. Um, another one that indicates a tendency or a, or a trend. This one's usually uh, based on data or, or based on historical fact. So the way that we would use this one, what direction is the storm going? So we know that a lot of times with hurricanes. So be, based on the way uh, the wind current is and the way that the water's flowing uh, and, and they take in a lot of data um, and find out what direction would the storm be moving in. And then a guiding, governing, or motivating purpose. Um, you know, might say his life lacked direction. So, um, so as we get into this and endeavor to explore uh, more into the, the thought of direction and, and divine direction, I'd like for us to take a look, as I said, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, uh, beginning about verse 7. 
The Apostle Paul here is writing to the church at Thessalonica. Uh, Thessalonica, at, in Paul's time, uh, was the capital city of Macedonia. And you remember back over in the book of Acts um, that the Apostle Paul would see this vision of a man from Macedonia uh, uh, imploring him and asking him to come over and help in Macedonia. And when he gets over there, uh, in the city of Thessalonica, um, he would be able to establish a church that would just really start to show love. And the Apostle Paul would only be able to be there for a very short time. Uh, most Bible scholars believe he was only there for about a month before he left the city um, during that time. And then he would later send Timothy in, and Timothy would, would send Paul a report while he was in Corinth and, uh, and then this 1 Thessalonians letter would be written uh, based on the report that Timothy would send Paul. Uh, so we, we pick up here in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 uh, and verse 7. Therefore, brethren, we were comforted over you in all our affliction and distress by your faith. Now we live if ye stand fast in the Lord. So I want us to look at that. Here's a, a, a very conditional phrase that the Apostle Paul is writing in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 8 to the church at Thessalonica and to the church right here on Galveston Island. He says, For now we live if ye stand fast in the Lord. For what thanks can we render to God again for you? For all the joy wherewith we joy for your sakes before our God, night and day praying exceedingly that we might see your face and might perfect that which is lacking in your faith. Now God himself and our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ direct, there's that word for direction, direct our way unto you. This was the prayer for the church uh, that the Apostle Paul had. He wanted, uh, he wanted God to send them that way. Uh, he had been praying exceedingly, day and night. He wanted to see revival in Thessalonica. He wanted to see the church grow in Thessalonica. He wanted to see Macedonia uh, be able to, uh, he wanted to be able to uh, help them in that vision that he had seen. So he had a special place in his heart uh, for this church and he wanted God to direct our way unto you and the Lord make you to increase and abound in love uh, one toward another and toward all men even as we do toward you to the end that he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God even our Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints uh, so I want us to think about just for a second um, as we get into this about divine direction uh, being under new management. And I want to uh, real quickly uh, tell a story uh, about how I came uh, to Texas. So many of you who know me, uh, I've been here at Island Church for almost a year now. Uh, we, were, uh, we were blessed in, in almost in a miraculous way uh, when Maria Noble, who already attends here at Island Church, uh, she found my wife in a post office, in line at the post office, invited her to church. We came and just absolutely fell in love with the place. We have made family and friends and, and really enjoy it. But before all that, we traveled halfway across the nation um, in the state of Kentucky. So I was working, um, working at a hospital in Louisville, Kentucky, and I had come to Texas, to Houston, 
uh, to the medical center and had done some training uh, for the leadership staff there. Um, and the vice president or, or the COO of the company uh, had kept calling, asking if I would come and, and be the director here in the medical center. And I fought and fought and fought against it. And finally, he had reached out, uh, he had reached out to my boss and asked my boss if he would talk to me. So my boss calls up and he says, Rob, I know you're a, a praying man. He said, um, and, and this vice president really wants to talk to you. And I said, okay. And he said, he's really interested in you moving to Texas. And I was like, well, all my family's here. I was born and raised in Kentucky. Uh, the last thing I want to do is move halfway across the nation. And he said, well, why don't you talk to him and pray about it? And if God really wants you to move to Texas, um, why don't you just ask God to have him say something while he's interviewing you. And if he says that phrase, then you'll know that it's God's will for you to go to Texas. And I said, well, you know, I don't normally pray that way, but um, let me think about it and give it some consideration and I'll talk to him. So as I got off the phone, I sat there and meditated and I prayed and, and I began to think um, about Gideon's fleece. And I said, well, this has got to be talking about Gideon's fleece. And of course, Gideon's fleece, you know, is, is uh, how Gideon was able to discern if God was going to give him the victory in battle and if he was the one who was going to lead Israel into battle against the Midianites. And, and surely God delivered him and he used that. So I thought if this vice president, while he interviews me, talks about Gideon's fleece, then I'll know I'm supposed to go to Texas. So uh, the vice president calls up. We talk for about half an hour. Um, and then, um, of course, a vice president of a hospital, while he's talking to someone uh, in a job interview or, or, or in a, a get-to-know-you interview, he's not going to mention Gideon's fleece. So we talked for about 25 minutes. We're getting ready to hang up. Uh, he was, uh, you know, he said it was great to talk to you, and, and I said the same. Uh, it was wonderful to wonderful to talk to you. And as I'm getting ready to uh, hang up, he said, "Well, it sounds like you're going to have to roll out Gideon's fleece and make a decision here." And just like right now, even talking about this years later, I, I, I get goosebumps all over when I think about that. Uh, I went silent. I couldn't talk. I barely got out. Could you, get, could you give me a minute? And I had to sit there for in silence. I, I put the phone call on hold. Once I caught my breath, I picked up the receiver and I said, we'll be there. Because when God makes it manifest to you, what direction you need to move in, then that's when it's time to go. And just like here at Thessalonica, they were under new management. These people had come to a knowledge of Jesus Christ. They, they had uh, been working and established a church. And, and there was prayer going on, exceeding prayer, day and night, and revival going on. And, and they were getting closer to God, and God was getting closer to them. And when God makes himself manifest in your life, don't be afraid to follow God. And in these uncertain times, you know, we need encouragement. 
But God is brighter than he's ever been. There is lots of darkness in this world. And the thing that that darkness does is make that light shine brighter. And we as the church, it's time for us to be the city that sits on the hill. It's time for us to be just like Jesus said and show him to be the way, the truth, and the life. Island Church, be encouraged today. It's an exciting time to know and love and follow after our Savior Jesus Christ. Until we meet again, God bless you.